4: Say it ain't so, well, come in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, eyeball to eyeball, as we enjoy island days and sunny rays, Unless, unless we don't actually enjoy that coast to coast border to border and beyond on the bass and satisfyingly powerful microphones of fsr emanating live from the brook the babbling brook of sports nook or well, something like that but hope you're doing well we're hanging into uh, hanging out with you uh, all night long here it is our friday fun day as we Close out the week. We have lame jokes, Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week, coming up later on, and these are actual jokes sent in by actual listeners. You'll likely be fast asleep by the time that ends up happening. If you're listening live, if you're on the podcast, you can just fast forward to that. But this seems like a joke or a nightmare. Our lead this hour coming from baseball. Now, we're we're not gonna break down a game. We don't break down regular season games. Very rarely does that happen. And there's nothing to break down anyway. The ballparks were dark on Thursday. Baseball's midseason hiatus is going to end on Friday. Here, games will return. Woohoo! Uh, in our world, there is a story that we wish we did not have to talk about. Sometimes you have to talk about things that are not good to talk about in the radio, and this is one of those times. And I have a heavy heart talking about this story. In fact, I'm, I'm. Tremendously disappointed that I need to talk about this, but uh, here we are. It's uh, the story that's on the transaction wire. The Los Angeles Dodgers have made a rather stunning move, bombshell move, to shake up their roster just before the August 1st trade deadline, which is less than three weeks away. If you haven't heard yet, and, uh, boy, I hate to be the bearer of, of this news because this is bad news. You don't want to give bad news out. This is a real torpedo to the heart. We can report, we wish we didn't have to do this, and we, we, we wouldn't be doing this, but here we are. We can report that the Dodgers are signing veteran outfielder Jake Marisnik to a major league contract. He was with the Detroit Tigers organization. Now, why is this such a tragic story? Why is this such a a sad story? You see, Jake Marisnik, not only a journeyman, bad baseball player, but also a member of the band of despots known as the 2017 Cheating Astros. That's right. The Dodgers have gotten into business with a convicted varmint from the team that cheated to take the World Series away from them. What are they thinking over there at Chavez Ravine? What's wrong with them? All right, so let us discuss. How would you classify the Dodgers' move to add Jake Marisnik of the cheating a-holes... To their roster. So I've got cooking with Roberto, marshmallows, and congressional vote. And we will connect all of these things together and we are going to make a sucker punch, which is what the Dodgers gave every one of their true fans. This move is a slap in the face. Andrew Friedman and the nerds over at Dodger Stadium have just kicked the real Dodger fans in the nuts, is what they've done. This is not only a transaction; it is atrocious. Seriously, what are you doing? What are you doing over there? On what level is this a good news, a good move? It doesn't pass the sniff test. It doesn't pass the eyeball test. It doesn't pass any test. Jake Mariznick is not even a good baseball player. He's a liability in the batter's box. How do I know that? Because he sucks. That's all I know. He's just a warm body, who I. I guess will attempt to hit right-handed, and he can play all over the outfield. woo whoop de damn do This shows you that factions of the Dodger brass, they might as well go over to get some, see if they have uh, Medicare over there and see if they get a hearing aid because they're not listening. They are not listening to the electorate. Now, you could justify, I wouldn't justify it, but you could justify this kind of a move if this is the missing link that puts you over the top. This guy's roster spam. He's roster spam is what this guy is. Betting 232, uh, and that's this year. But he's got no real pop. And he's followed my friend who used to work on the show cooking with Roberto as a bus driver. Except Jake Marisnik is driving the struggle bus. And by the way, uh, Roberto did text me. You'll be happy to know. He was enraged when this news came across that the Dodgers had signed... A cheating ass, one 1,000, 1,000 holes, that they had signed one of these guys. And the Dodger fan, you know what to do. Vigilante boos. It's like that classic movie with Dave Chappelle, the weed movie, half-baked, back in the day. Boo this man! Boo this man! Jake Marisman. Boom! Did you go to weed college? Boom! Every time he comes up, boo! Boo, 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 boo! I hope he strikes out every time. I hope when Jake Merznik plays, it's nine on eight and the Dodgers have the eight. All right? These big shots over there with the Dodgers, they'll spin this. Well, he was hurt. He missed the 2017 postseason. My fat ass. It doesn't matter. This cat and every one of those 2017 A-holes forever branded because they were unpunished. Slime balls. And by the way, all right. By the way, you know when he had a career best season? While he was listening to bang, bang on trash cans, blowing into whistles, playing with buzzers. Hey, I'm checking for the buzzer during the 2017 postseason. And now the Dodgers, the Dodgers have gotten into bed with a scoundrel. What are they thinking over there? My God. Release him right now. Cancel the transaction. It's not worth it. And I'll be so bummed out if the Dodger fans give this guy a pass. I don't care. He's wearing the Dodger uniform. Underneath, the guy's an a hole. He's a cheating a hole. All right, now, second, we'll move away from that. We are 18 days away from the trade deadline. And one of the more interesting storylines in baseball is out of Boston because the Red Sox are bad. And good. Say what? Now, Boston won eight of their last nine before the All-Star break. They are currently, though, in the sewer, the mire of the American League East. They're looking up at the of the Blue Jays, the Orioles, the Rays, the Yankees, all of them. So despite the fact that the Sox are riding in the caboose, Boston is only two games back of a wild card spot, making it. A mystery if they will buy or sell their players. Now, closer Kenley Jansen, a guy that was on the 2017 Dodgers and saw some balls fly out of the ballpark for a team that was cheating against him. Anyway, Kenley Jansen has entered into the chat on this topic. Jansen does not think the Red Sox are going to sell. He said, this is quite the quote, you expect a player to say this about their team, he said uh, he thinks, Jansen, that the Sox have a great team. They're in last place, but he thinks they have a great team. Uh, says they just have to keep playing good baseball, he said. I don't think it's going to be a sale. So the question, will the Red Sox listen to Kenley Jansen and avoid a mid-season liquidation sale? So you can't see me, but I'm shaking my head no. The Sox are what's known as a faux contender. There's a lot of faux contenders. The reason there's a lot of faux contenders, you have not been able to separate the wheat from the shaft. And the reason you haven't been able to do that is because baseball added that third wild card team a couple years ago. And the, the Sox are a faux contender because they have a flawed roster. It's like a cheaply made hot dog. There's a lot of filler. You've got the corn syrup, the starch, the meat byproducts, the preservatives all in there. You've got a bunch of... Not bad. They're not bad. They're serviceable players. It's a functional roster. It's adequate. But it's not a championship roster. It's not a real contender. It's a fringe wildcard contender. Now, we predict that Boston will be grabbing some marshmallows. They'll get some graham crackers uh, some milk chocolate. And they'll be roasting s'mores over an open bonfire. Repackaging former Dodgers, part of the 2017 2017 team as well, Uh, Justin Turner, who's made a stopover at Fenway, and Kike Hernandez will likely be available. And, hey, Ken Lee Jansen can be had for a song and dance. And you want the often-injured James Paxton? He can be yours. Big Maple, if the price is right. All right, final thought. So let's go to Milwaukee. Speaking of trades, Corbin Burns' name has popped up. He says that he has heard through the grapevine or the Cheese Vine, because it's Wisconsin, that the Brewers will not unload any of their key players. In a sell-off at the deadline, he said that he's heard, this is a great quote, I've heard we're actually trying to win baseball games. I don't think a lot of people probably know that. Wasn't the best thing to do last year after the way the year finished, close quote, referring to the trade of their closer. So what message was Corbin Burns sending here to the Brew Crew? So this is a congressional vote, is what this is. It is a public rebuke censuring the Brewer brass for dumping Josh Hader to the pod squad in a salary dump last year. And Burns, here's the thing. He can say whatever the hell he wants because he knows he's on borrowed time in Milwaukee. Corbin Burns knows that. Why? A, he's good. And B, he's only got one more year of arbitration left. So next season, 2024, is his last arbitration year. After that, in 2025, Burns will be an unrestricted free agent, which means it'll rain money. Barring a holic going out and working for the Brewers and robbing some banks to pay for Corbin Burns... He will be heading out of town. He will not be eating soul food, that meatloaf with Artez in Milwaukee after 2024, and likely won't, won't even be part of the team after this year. They'll likely trade him. That is all but a stone cold guarantee. A guarantee. All right, here's the Ben Maller Show. You want to comment on anything that we just said, anything that we should have said, anything that we might say down the line. And there is still time to vote, by the way, for the Maller Palooza. Limited amount of time. It's going to close during the live show. So if you haven't voted yet for some reason and you want to vote, we have four finalists. You can help decide. It's still very close. There's a little bit of separation, but if we get a bunch of people voting here, as we're doing the show in real time, it can sway the vote at the last minute. And there might be a recount if that happens. There'll be outraged. People will be upset and raise holy hell. And
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific
4: on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
6: Do you love Selena? Like, really love
4: a relocation situation, maybe, maybe a relocation situation, welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show, we are in the air everywhere, face to face, metaphorically, As our show is like puppies, you can never have enough of them. We're Philip Rivers' babies coast-to-coast, border-to-border and beyond on the vast and swaggeringly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from wonder, the nocturnal wonderland of sports fodder. We are broadcasting live from the TireAct.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour, we're going to go over to Pro Bouncy Ball. Why? Because there's some things that caught my attention. Some new developments from Philadelphia involving the silly season, a disgruntled NBA star. I've been doing this job a few years now, and every summer we are guaranteed the gift. The gift of disgruntled fill-in-the-blank. It's wonderful. It is. There has never been a year where there haven't been multiple disgruntled NBA players or NFL players or baseball players. It's the gift that keeps giving. So I assume you know where I'm going with this, but perhaps you have not paid attention at all. You have been living in a shoebox. So we have learned that James Harden has not, has not changed his mind about being traded from the 76ers. Buried behind a paywall over at The Athletic, which is owned by The New York Times, they tell us that James Harden has his eye on the people's team that James is still determined to start next season in that iconic Clippers jersey. Now, he's an L.A. guy, Harden, and he knows that the Clippers are the only team that matter in L.A. these days. They run L.A. However, there's a speed bump. You see, Philadelphia has apparently had a change of heart. This is where the drama-o-rama comes in. We love the drama-o-rama in the NBA, so... The Sixers have had a change of heart. Daryl Morey has a bromance with James Harden. He's the longtime NBA executive who sent out the comment about loving and supporting a country that China does not like, and uh, that did not go so well uh, for him, uh, but he kept his job. He had to change jobs. But anyway, uh, so Daryl Morey's the executive in Philadelphia, and he's like, hey, you know what, uh, we, we think we'd like to keep you. So essentially, Philly is calling the bluff, if you will, of the player known as the Beard. So let us discuss the question. What are the odds that James Harden ends up with the Clippers? So I'm going to set the Mallard Sportsbook odds at minus 150. That implies, if you're not good with math, that implies a 60% chance that his wish will be the Sixers' command, his wish will be granted. I've got Barbershop, Blue Lagoon, and Hobgoblin. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a dipsy-doo is what we're going to make. Number one. Number one. James Harden knows the cheat code. True or false? I say true. I don't mean about bang, bang, fastball, whistle, whistle, curveball. No. When James Harden wants something, he knows how to get it in the NBA. Remember when James Harden, are you old enough to remember when Harden was unhappy in Houston? He was tired of living next to our, our old caller, Chris in Houston, who sold out to go to the day shift. And Harden said, like, I don't want to live near Chris in Houston anymore. Get me out of here. And the Rockets, they wanted to keep him around. And he pulled their rebellion. He staged a slowdown strike. You remember he showed up, he was out of shape to the Rockets facility. He then spread bacteria all over the building, caused so much friction that Houston excommunicated him. Now, Harden is only older and more stubborn now. And I respect that because I'm a Taurus. I'm stubborn too. So I, I understand being stubborn. But he will take the Sixers to the barber shop and will shave them. Not his beard. He's going to shave them. If this is what he truly wants, and I don't know Harden personally, I assume you don't know him either. I'm pretty sure he's not listening. So here's my position on this. I had a bunch of people sending me email. Hey, did you see this story about Harden? You want to talk about it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, listen, I have one word for James Harden coming to the Clippers at this point. I am numb to James Harden. I have ranted about Harden for years that he is an enigma. He's a Hall of Fame player who vanishes into thin air at odd times without explanation typically playoff games. And I look at that Clipper roster, and I say, they got our, they already got enough of those guys. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard you know, sitting in his casa in San Diego, laying by the pool, having a cocktail while the Clippers play in the playoffs. Or podcast P, making a new podcast while the Clippers are falling apart. So they already have enough of that. What are, you, what are we doing? All right, now page two. Let's go to the Oregon Trail. Time now for our obligatory Mahler monologue on... Dame time. Now, we are told the Trail Blazers and the Heat are getting close, getting close to a trade. Where have we heard this before? Of course, it would send Dame Lither to South Florida, hang out with the guy that calls up for lame jokes, Weed Man Hippie. Now, the two sides are trying to figure out still the, the details. They, they put the framework together. They have the basic framework together on what the Blazers will want in terms of draft compensation. But now the Heat are still trying to figure out how to close the divide. Ooh, this is exciting. You're not excited? What's wrong with you? All right, so the Heat are offering not one, not two, but three three first-round picks and Tyler Hero plus roster filler and some other young player that has yet to be publicly identified. So let's talk about this how imminent how imminent is a Dame Lillard trade from the Blazers to the Heat. So I have this not on the front burner, not on the back burner, it's right in the middle in between on the stovetop. It's a big stove, it's simmering. It's floating. Also, it's floating on the blue lagoon the blue lagoon, meaning it's not moving very fast. It's like pond water on the blue lagoon. And here's why as we understand it, Portland has zero interest in hero ball. They are not, not inclined to bring on the great white hope for Miami. So if that is true, that means Miami is going to have to play flip, 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 and say goodbye to Tyler Hero, and then get another first-round pick, a fourth first-round pick to flip and give to the Trailblazers. Are you keeping track? At this point, no one is going gaga for Tyler Hero in the NBA pipeline. So the wait continues, even though this report made it seem like the sides have gotten closer to a transaction. All right, final point. Let's go to the Big Apple. New York City, Carl Anthony Towns has been linked to the Knicks in trade rumors. That's been going on for many, many months, possibly years from Minnesota to the Big Apple, but the messaging now is that the Knickerbockers have gotten cold feet. Why? They are turned off. A big buzzkill. The contract that Carl Anthony Towns has, a recent report says the Knickerbockers think that Carl Anthony Towns is making too much money, it's too big a financial burden, and would hurt the Knicks down the line. So question are the Knicks really afraid of Carl Anthony Towns contract is that why they're supposedly gun shy and the answer on this one is ixnay on the afraid of contract a that is what's known as a cover story it's an alibi no officer I wasn't at the scene of the crime I was at the laundromat is what I was doing yes I was washing laundry my underwear so Kat is signed and is just starting a five-year contract that goes through 2028. It pays 270 million buckaroos. That's a lot. That's a fair amount. Not as much as the lotteries this weekend, but anyway. And remember, if you if you win the lottery, remember your favorite nocturnal radio show. Anyway, an average of 54 million per year for Carl Anthony Towns, peaking at 64 million. In 2028. And my rebuttal to the report that the Knicks are upset about that, it's it's bullcrap. The market rate for a headliner in the NBA is going up. It's the Putin price hike. It's inflation. So that's the market rate for a headliner. If you could be a fly on the wall in the Big Apple, you'd see a lot of rats scurrying around. Now, I was just in New York a couple of weeks ago, and I went around. I was walking around. I told this story on the story on the Fifth Hour podcast. But I was walking around New York at night, and I was kind of wandering around. It was kind of a warm night. And the number of rats, I saw more rats than I did homeless people. And I want you to know, in, in Los Angeles, they have more homeless people than rats. So at least the, the balance is a little more even. But the point is, if you were a fly on the wall, you would hear the Knickerbocker brass grumbling. Not about the money. It's never about the money if the player's worth the money. It's about the DNA. And if you look at the DNA, it, it reads like pussy willow is what it reads, right? The flower. He's got flower DNA, so pussy willow flower, and a lot of hobgoblin in the genetics. The issue is that Carl Anthony Towns is crafty. But not the kind of crafty that you like. He's like Kraft, the, the original Cool Rip. Uh, he, he's like Cool Whip. He plays like Cool Whip. He's, he's been a bipolar player for Minnesota. He has periods of complete uselessness, followed by periods of abnormally great play. He's extremely erratic. And that's Carl Anthony Towns in a nutshell. So that's, that's my take on the Knicks supposedly saying, it's the, it's the money. It's all about the money. They're leaking to their friends in the media. Well, this is all about the money. Much- Be sure to catch live editions of The Ben Maller
5: Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
4: Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Mather Show, a cult hit, overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry, in media, sports, and more. Every week, explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the 5th Hour with Ben Mather on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Do you love Selena?
4: Like, really love It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This
5: is when Big Ben gets grilled.
8: Kubaloo. Cool. Tony Clark, head of the uh, Major League Baseball Players Association, told the media that players have been lobbying for a few extra seconds added to the pitch clock for the postseason. Ben, do you think MLB will acquiesce?
4: Yeah, so we mentioned this the other day. It's a zero-sum game for baseball. baseball has they trimmed about 26 minutes per game, give or take because they have the pitch clock. And if they add five seconds, five seconds to each scenario, there are 300 pitches in a game, that would get to 25 extra minutes if, they, if, if five seconds are used on every pitch. So around 25 minutes would be added in theory. So you would wipe out all of the gains that you've had. So uh, that said, I think they will actually add some more time to pacify the players as long as TV is okay with it. Next! It's being
8: reported that Ed Orgeron has interest in the now vacant head coaching position at Northwestern. Ben, do you think Coach O will get another shot at being a head coach?
4: Well, not at Northwestern. That has been debunked. But yes, I, if he wants to, he's got a lot of money now. He ain't gonna, he's not going to play in the Big Ten, Coach O. He's going to have to avoid the Big Ten and really just stick to the Deep South or the West. He could have been the USC coach. We got that Cajun Fred Flintstone thing, but yeah, he's been in the fraternity. He's like a cockroach, coach He'll land on his feet. He'll survive the nuclear winter. Next!
8: It was announced on Wednesday that Dwayne Wade will have Allen Iverson present him at his Hall of Fame induction. Ben, if you were to be inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame, who would you have present you?
4: Well, very kind of you to put my name in the Hall of Fame there, and the only way I'll, the only way I'll get in the Hall of Fame is this Al, if Alfie Opiner puts me in the Hall of Fame, but I would go with somebody like Hollering James or Pete in Pittsburgh or Blind Scott or Marcel in Brooklyn. Can you imagine those guys bobbing and weaving on the stage? How did we do? Fail
8: this edition. That's a win. That's <laughs> you
4: choose any of your coworkers. No, none of you guys. Callers, you lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week. Who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. And here we go, Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Every week at about this time, these are actual jokes sent in by actual listeners. Is the Weed Man there, by the chance, our friend from Miami? Hello, I'm Weed here, man. man. I love you. Okay. Why didn't you answer your phone right, right away? You made me call you multiple times. It's How dare you? very hard. This phone is very hard. I push the button
7: and it doesn't answer.
4: Why would the phone not answer? weed, man, it makes no I sense. Don't,
7: I don't know. It's okay. a new phone. It, it you got a new
4: phone and it already doesn't work. My God, technology. Well, these are jokes. Uh, everyone ready? Here we go. What is Lizzo's motto? Uh, I don't know. What's her motto? You can have <laughs> your you can have your cakes and eat too. <laughs> <laughs>
7: see,
4: see. Sam, we need that, that, that one laugh track is what we need. That's all we need. Did you hear you Lizzo? You don't like my, I have many kinds of laugh tracks. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't work. Uh, did you hear that Lizzo has become a valedictorian? How about that?
7: No, I didn't hear wow. that. Wow.
4: Yeah, at In-N-Out University. So congratulations to <laughs> <for> her. <laughs> She's a <Yes>. tenured professor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. It's an unknown emailer. Uh, Lizzo is so fat. How fat is she? She's so fat that even Dora cannot find her. How about that? There you go. That's Noah from what? Austin.
7: You don't know who Dora the Explorer is? Yeah, but wouldn't she be able to find her more easily if she was big and fat? No, no, I can't, <laughs> uh, can't find her.
4: Eddie? Okay. Poked a hole in that don't, one, Eddie. Don't I mean, touch up. Sorry. That's Noah in Austin who wrote that joke. You're gonna yeah, Noah's going to kick your ass when you go to Austin, Texas. Why was Lizzo's family homeless in her youth? Uh, I don't know why. Because she ate them out of house and home, Eddie. She literally ate Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. This one from Tony in the Bay. So you better laugh. Remember that time Lizzo visited the show to plug something, Eddie?
7: No, I don't remember that, actually.
4: Yeah, unfortunately, it was the toilet. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, did you hear Lizzo launched a store selling her own line of uh, bras for uh, large uh, women there, middle-aged women?
7: No, I wow. missed that
4: news. Yeah, you can shop online at TiredRack.com. So there you go. That's average Joe. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, did you hear Lizzo spontaneously combusted? Sad news to report here. No, no I didn't. Well, that's not all bad news. At least she was able finally to burn the fat, so that's good. Finally, that's Alex, the cynical. Uh, what do you call Lizzo in the middle of an intersection? Uh, I don't know. What do you call her? A roundabout is what you call her there. Also, Alex, the cynical, sending that one in. You find your teeth yet, Weedman? No. No, Weedman lost his teeth and. Have you cleaned I, up I think your, they're gone forever. Have you cleaned up your apartment there in Miami, no, Weedman? No. No. That might help to find <laughs> it's the TV here somewhere. And there's trash all over the floor. Is that correct? <laughs> everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Just a total slum there. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. All uh, those jobs adver- he has
7: prevents him from cleaning yes. up. Attention
4: to advertisers. Did you hear NASA thought they had discovered a huge canyon on the moon? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, it was unfortunate. They actually, it was an accident. They actually landed on Lizzo's ass, so that's the uh, problem. Or Tuffy. Uh, that was the problem. Uh, d- did you hear that Lizzo had to cancel her go- gourmet dinner date with Weed Man? I did wow. not hear that. What happened? Yeah, yeah. she said she couldn't fit in the dumpster with him, so she had to you know, cancel that. Right? <laughs> that's good eating, Weed Man. You like the one right behind the Kroger, right? You like that one? Yeah, uh, when, great. Yeah, yeah great. when will Weed Man find his teeth? It sounds like never, to be honest with you. No, the, the, the day that Lizzo goes to the gym, that's when he will find his teeth, <laughs> Eddie, right there. That's, uh, Noah from Austin again. Uh, Coop, you got anything over there, Coop? Come on, uh, Coop.
8: Why did, uh, why did Ben Maller wear a, a cowboy outfit? I don't know why. He wanted to try ranch dressing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty stupid. <laughs>
8: Who said that in? Uh th- that was a he, somebody called and told me that over the oh, phone. Okay. It was a- actually, I think it was Average know, Joe, I think was
4: his name. Okay. I know Average Joe, sure. That's a good that's a good dad joke. Why not? Yeah. All right. Well, Coop and Weedman, is a long one. We don't normally do long jokes, but why not? Uh, Coop and Weedman, were on the roof smoking weed. Coop turned on his flashlight and pointed it at the building next door and Coop said, "Weedman, I bet you can walk across this beam of light to the next building, right? So what did Weedman do? What do you think he
7: did? Uh, he tried to walk across it.
4: No, no, no. Weed Man replied, I'm not falling for that. I'll get halfway and you'll turn out the light, is what he said. <laughs> that is from Half Blind Thomas in Kentucky sent that one in. Weed Man is so desperate to have tea, Eddie. How desperate is he? He's so death desperate to buy for for someone to buy him teeth. Yeah, he will get a tattoo like Koopaloop was promoting on the show. I can't say that. See, he wants oh, me to man, Tony. How was that? Was a, no. That was to, that was Tony in the Bay. You want to rip him? Go ahead, Coop. That was Tony in the Bay. It was your deli- it. it was your delivery that no, what, it. he say I can't say that because then I'll be a drop, and I don't want to be a drop. No. All right, what is what Lance is the problem? What is Lance Armstrong's <laughs> favorite candy jingle? Uh I don't know. Sometimes I feel like a nut, sometimes I don't. Oh, <laughs> 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 Gordon in Tacoma sent that one in. Uh who did the nose flute guy credit as his inspiration to start playing with his nose? Uh, I don't know who. Josh Hamilton, the former Ranger. Right there, uh, Josh Hamilton. That's Alex. <laughs> Alex, the cynical. What <laughs> That's takes not longer? Funny. What takes longer than a Branford Marsalis t- uh, song?
7: I don't know. What takes longer?
4: Blind Scott trying to find a white key on the piano. That's what takes. Longer. <laughs> that was from Inca Terror. That's blind on blind crime. Is what that that is. What is the quietest place on earth? I don't know. The crowd at a comedy show starring Chris in Mitchell. Chris in Tulsa and Mitchell in Ohio. Boy, that was bad the other night, wasn't it? That's Chris in DeHoyne who sent that one in. Uh, there you go. Why does Doc Mike tell his friends not to eat asparagus? Oh, uh, why? Oh, it makes his breath. Stink. It really mm. does. He'll Billy Mike.
7: <laughs> <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs>
4: right. Thank you, Weed Man. All right, go away. There you go. Lame jokes of the week.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
4: Maybe he'll like the Coop Scoop on entertainment. Hooray for Hollywood. Well, everyone loves that. Yeah, hooray for Hollywood. Here he is, the Koopa Loop, Justin Cooper.
8: All right, Ben, we're going to start off with uh, some, some entertainment news uh, that was alluded to a little bit earlier in the show by Iowa Sam. Uh, SAG-AFTRA has now gone on strike as well. Uh-oh. Yes, so the the actors are on strike, the writers are on strike. Uh, so we may not have a Coop Scoop on Entertainment uh, in oh, yeah. uh, upcoming weeks.
4: oh <laughs> <laughs> Is YouTube on strike too? They're still making content over there the, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 vlog, the vloggers? Yeah. The, the, I think uh, they're okay.
8: YouTube yeah. workers of America? That's yeah. me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, still on the job. Um... Aside from that, uh, this weekend, uh, in fact it's our it actually came out in the middle of the week. I think uh yesterday or two days ago, we've got the latest Mission Impossible movie.
7: Part it, 1 I saw it.
8: Yes, Part 1, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Uh so
7: How many are they up to? Do we know like the number? Are we like 5, 6, something like that? Uh, it's got to be more than that. Really? Right? I think I checked out after 1. Re- after 1? Yeah.
8: I think they're fantastic, and I'm not a big sequels guy, but I think most of them are really good. Which um,
7: which is the best one, Sam? I, maybe I'll check one out over the weekend.
8: Uh, let's see the one with uh, they put the, the little one with Tom imp- Cruise the implant in the brain. <laughs> oh, I did Philip see C-more that. Hoffman? I saw that when that, that was a good. good one. I did see that. The
7: last one, one was pretty good. What was that called?
8: Uh, I don't know. I mean, I All only right. know them by like the. Implant All right, I'll, in the head.
7: I'll go to this thing called the internet. Sorry, and, Coop. and the first oh, one's no, amazing so there, too. So there,
8: are, so there are. This is the seventh one that's out right now. Um. I I don't know. I think, I think I've I've only seen maybe like the first four of them. Well, that's a lot. Yeah.
7: Is the one with Superman good?
8: Uh, is that the that's the most recent one I think, right? Or like besides the one that's before out right this now. one? Yeah, I, I, I haven't so. I've not seen that one. Okay, Sam. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sam, come on, man. Uh, who's Superman?
7: Like Henry no, Cavill. Oh, oh.
8: Uh. I don't remember which one that was. It's like, Superman's not in these movies. <laughs> no, it is. It's. it's There's it's, so many crossovers it's these days. Ethan
7: Hunt versus Superman. You didn't see that one? Oh, uh, no, that was one of those uh,
8: Marvel, DC, uh, yeah. Universal Pictures. All right, sorry, Coop. All right. Go ahead. That's all right. Um, so, uh, available right now, on, we're going to move over to television. Uh, we have a new TV project, a miniseries on Max. I hate calling it that. That's... Uh, but, Me too. Yeah, it's, uh, it's why they change the name. I don't know. It seems like one of the worst business decisions ever. Because a- HBO is like what draws you in. Yeah. They've got the reputation
4: of
7: yeah, putting out. When programs. I hear Max, I think Cinemax. Yeah,
4: yeah that's yeah. a good point. I think, I think uh, cheap porno is what I think.
7: <laughs> why not, yeah, that's right. Why not call it like a Home
8: Box Office Max? Just use the full name.
4: It's just it's just home, a box weird, office. You Max. know why? The same decision. reason people change things in our business. Consultants. I bet you a consultant's are like Yo, you're probably you're gonna- probably right, uh, but wondering. you gotta be new. You know, like, don't be HBO. HBO's old. Go with the Max.
8: <laughs> this uh, this mini series is called Full Circle, and it is from Steven Soderbergh. Uh, he directs all six episodes, and uh, it is a twisty kaleidoscopic drama centering on an investigation into a botched kidnapping in New York City. Uh, the cast is led by Claire Danes and Timothy Olyphant and uh, Jim Gaffigan. Is also in this as well as Dennis Quaid, uh, so that is available on Max right now. And uh, now, do you guys remember um, the Netflix movie Bird Box? Did you ever did you see that one? No, I've
7: heard of it. I didn't see it. It
8: was a uh, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Blindfolded yeah. or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. If yeah. You, uh, they have created a uh, a sequel with a whole new cast and a whole new location. It's called Bird Box Barcelona.
7: <laughs> yeah. I don't know why very, that tricks me as funny but it does. Very
8: creative. <laughs> yeah. Uh this one did not get great reviews but I'm probably going to check it out anyway just cuz uh you know it was an interesting concept. Um and then, last but not least, I, I, I do this every so often on Coop Scoop Entertainment, uh, a show that I had started to watch. I watched a couple episodes and it fell off, but uh, it's getting good reviews. Foundation is an Apple TV Plus show. The second season uh, premieres today, and uh, it's getting good reviews, so I want to know, is it, is it a show, those of you that have watched it, that I should get back into? Um, and that is, uh, that is Coop Scoop Entertainment. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road.